Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, what's up? Good morning. Welcome into the show. Happy Friday. Look, I've been working hard all week to steer Pretty Daddy away from being Bum of the Week, okay? He was Bum of the Week last week. He was almost Bum of the Year last year. And all of you out here on these streets, these mean streets on the on the old Twitter, are nominating Tom for Bum of the Week. We'll see what happens at the end of the hour. I had nothing to do with it, okay? I'm trying to help Tom. Uh, coming off the by far the most NFL, the most profitable gambling weekend of my life. And I am going to keep the good times rolling because the best gambling insider in the country, Odyssey's gambling insider, the one and only Nicholas Costos, the host of You Better You Bet, is on the show right now. Oh, by the way, Insider Calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Nick's analysis. It's really good and entertaining. Guy's super talented. Just search You Bet. Wherever you find your podcast. Good morning, Costos. What's up, pal? What's going on, buddy? Happy Football Friday. Uh, I feel like after that intro, I should be taking your advice this weekend. Like a, a middling wild card weekend for me. Sounds like you killed it. Well, I mean, you're a profitable player. I'm not. I put a lot of money down on a um, Texans, this is my brag, Texans Packers money line. That I mean, obviously... that's, a, that's, that's insanely awesome. Yeah, dude. It. It. I mean, I'm also when you're drowning, and then you grab and you gl- grab a piece of wood that happens to drift by and pull yourself just above water. I'm not sure you're a superstar, but I'm still alive, baby. The Packers money <laughs> line's a hell of a call, man. That's a great job. I did not think the Packers would win that game. Yeah, I mean, my brother, who is like the gambler, and the like, he bets. He bets. I mean, he he he's won poker tournaments online. He's like hundreds of thousands of dollars bankroll, right? So we meet somewhere in the middle. He usually judges me, and I got a little. I got a little brotherly respect this weekend. It's good. That's it's good better. To, better be lucky than good. Thanks, buddy. Um, what an interesting weekend. I, I want. Let's go through all of them, but I want to start with with Bills Chiefs because we just talked about this game. Obviously, Buffalo gets to host this game against the Chiefs at home. They have never beaten the Chiefs in the Mahomes Allen era uh, in, in the postseason. Mahomes has never had a real playoff game. It's just an interesting matchup. How do you on the game itself, and then the line? How do you assess this thing? Yeah, so let's we'll start with the point spread of the game, um, just to give people an indication. And like I can give my opinion, but I mean it's just this is a coin flip game. It's I pick the winner of the game. It's 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 really tough, right? Um, here's what I expect to happen with the line. So Buffalo right now is in between a two and a half and a three point home favorite, which means the number's two and a half, but it's juiced way towards Baltimore. So if you want to bet 
three with Kansas City, you have to pay more. And if you want to lay two and a half with Buffalo, you have to pay more. It's basically is basically where we're where we're sitting right now. So Buffalo has a number of key defensive players kind of like up in the air, status up in the air for this game. And by the end of Monday's win against Pittsburgh, you know, Buffalo was playing with like like third and fourth stringers all over the back seven of their defense. So it's like Terrell Bernard, Terrell Dodson, Teron Johnson, um, Rasul Douglas, other players on the Buffalo defense that it seems like are kind of like flip a coin. Are they going to play this weekend or not? We'll learn more, Bill, later this afternoon when we get the final injury report from both teams here. Not as much going on on the Kansas City side as the Buffalo side. If Buffalo's defense gets kind of like a clean-ish bill of health at least, I think this will close Buffalo minus three, in which case if you like Kansas City, that's your opportunity to bet the Chiefs. If Buffalo does not get a clean bill of health, then I mean I think this is going to close two and a half, and then I think the decision people have to make, you could still bet Kansas City obviously, but then I think like do you like Buffalo if you like the Bills in the game, even if they're playing with like special teamers basically? at linebacker and potentially at corner where Kansas City loves to attack the middle of the field with like Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey. So it makes for a really interesting handicap. If I had to pick the winner of the game, Bill, I'll take Buffalo. I think that Kansas City's receivers will let Mahomes down at at an inopportune time like we've basically seen happen the entire season. But my preferred method of playing this game candidly, and I think all these lines are really, really sharp. I think all the games are tough. I could, like, lie and say, oh, yeah, I've got locks in all four. Like, I don't. Like, I have opinions, but I... I, I could see it basically going either way. I love teasing Kansas City with Detroit for the two Sunday games. Kansas City up to plus eight and a half, and I'll pay more to do this. Kansas City plus eight and a half, Detroit down to minus a half basically just to win the game. We'll call it, Bill, the 2023 NFL season opener memorial teaser with Kansas City and Detroit. So I, I think the Bills will win a really, really close game, and uh, I think the margin's going to be going to be razor sharp in this one. I love it. Nick Casas here on the show. All right, let's jump to that that Bucks game. Uh, the you know, the Baker Mayfield Renaissance is real. I mean, they they they've won a playoff game. They're going to Detroit. I did not know this, Nick. I don't know if you did. We had Ryan Harris on the show yesterday. You probably did. Did you know that that at that stadium, the uh, the visiting team's locker room is 3 quarters of a mile from the field? So that's order- really funny. To, in order, I didn't know. In order to do your warm-up, you got to walk three, four and a half miles. All right. So the Bucks, uh, six and a half is the number most places, including BetMGM. It looks like. Uh, where? How do you? Because I think most people. I don't want to speak for people. Most weeks, Nick, I'm going to like look for games that I like, and I'll usually always bet four or five. When it's the playoffs, it's just fun, right? It's like going to Vegas. I'd like to yep. win, but if I lose, that's fine. I'll bet what I'm willing to lose. It'll be fun. I'm going to bet on every single game. How, how do you um? How do you come down on on sort of this game at, at six and a half? So I'll um and I'll kind of group this game and I'll give you a specific answer on this game. But I think the three games bill that we haven't discussed all kind of fall under the same umbrella to varying degrees. Where if you want to make the case for the underdog, right? So Tampa to cover in Detroit, Green Bay to cover in San Francisco, Houston to cover in Baltimore, and that one's the flimsy the flimsiest only because there could be like wins in the forecast tomorrow. I think if you like the underdog, I think it correlates to liking the over in the game also. Now, like people can disagree with me and maybe you think that this Lions Bucks game is gonna go like the one that they played in October in Tampa when Detroit won that game twenty to six and be uh and be a lower scoring game. I, I don't I don't see that here. I think Detroit's gonna be able to score in this game. And just like to focus on this game specifically 
Like, you give Tampa a lot of credit for what they did on Monday night, right? Shutting down the Eagles, but the Eagles kind of like a dead team walking. And even, you know, credit to Troy Aikman and Joe Buck in the booth calling the game, who kept basically saying, like, there's no surprise with what Tampa's doing defensively. It's what Todd Bowles has always done. I don't even mean that as an insult. He's had a lot of success. Like, he's going to blitz the hell out of you. And the Eagles, because they're broken and their brains don't work, had literally no answer for the blitz. They're running like a Madden-style offense. Like, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing no matter what what you do. Well, guess what? Like, that doesn't work in real life. So, enter now Ben Johnson, Detroit's young hotshot offensive coordinator. The moment that Detroit is either eliminated or wins the Super Bowl, he will become a head coach somewhere else. Most likely Washington will be my guess. I think he'll be the next head coach of the Commanders. You have a great offensive coordinator who knows what Tampa's going to do here defensively, and I think at home, I think they've got a bunch of ways to beat it. So, I I like Detroit a little bit in the game. I like the over in the game as well. It's starting to get bet up a little bit. I would say, Bill, if you like Tampa in the game, which is totally reasonable, by the way, I make the game six and a half. So, like, I think the point spread's I think the point spread's right. So you can like Tampa in the game. I think if you like Tampa, I would almost consider parlaying it with the over. I don't think Tampa can like cover like twenty one seventeen. I don't know if that's in the range of outcomes here. I think Detroit's gonna score in the game. So lean towards the over. Lean towards Detroit. I like teasing Detroit down, basically, Bill, just to win the game, though. Nick Cosmos on the show. Nick, I'm a Bears fan who hates his team. And I, I actually have been rooting for Jordan Love the last few years just, just because of the Aaron Rodgers silliness and how hard that would be. But, but I have a lot of family from Wisconsin, and they're not nice when, when the football games are happening. And th- this past weekend was the first time, and maybe the last, I'll ever know what it is like to be a Packers fan because I had money on the pa- I had a lot of money on, on that Packers-Texans bet. So, so for the moment, I, I feel like, like a cheesehead. I feel like, like my cousins and my uncles in Milwaukee, my uncle and aunt, I know the Packers are probably not going to win this game. The, the line is nine and a half. But I've got this sort of afterglow affection for, for what's going on there. How do you assess this game in this line? Yeah, I think it's, again, I hate to be a broken record here. Um, and, Bill, I've been coming on with you all season. So if anyone in the audience is like, man, like he's like kind of like noncommittal on these games. Like, I, I've given out a million bets on the show this season. Like, I'll tell you, like, I, Joel Embiid to an NBA MVP right now, even at the price, I think is like the best bet on the board. So like, I, I bet stuff every day. But, like, you want me to give you my honest betting opinion here. I I think this game is really, really tough. Um, The bet bill that I would prefer here is the over at 50 and a half. I think San Francisco's going to be able to score in the game. Like, name it score almost. Um, I, I don't see any way San Francisco like kind of like doesn't score on this Green Bay defense. And then on the flip side, Bill, you know, if it's true, and I think it is, that Jordan Love has kind of raised his game and he's kind of like at the next level of quarterback play now, then it stands to reason that if they're in catch-up mode, like if San Francisco's just going to score a lot in this game, then Green Bay's going to have to score to keep up. And I think that can get us to the over here. A, a slight lean for me towards the Niners. I think the number's a little short. And we're talking like really small edges here. I make the game 10. So I like San Francisco a little bit to cover the spread. The other thing that I would say about this game, right, and Bill, I think you had to be excited last week. You bet the Packers when they won the coin toss, they received, and then they went down the field and scored a touchdown. Very now, normally happy. what happens is, right, is teams defer almost all the time now and will receive to start the second half of games and kick to start the game. I was talking to someone yesterday, not, not like Matt LaFleur, the guy who's going to make the final decision, but I asked someone that's like close to the Packers, like, do you think if they win the toss again, like they're going to receive to start the game? Because we know that, right, like if the Niners win the toss, they're going to defer. 
Um, so, like, if we think Green Bay is going to receive to start the game, and this person said, like, 65% yes. So now there are two outcomes, right? Niners, Niners win the toss or Green Bay wins the toss. 100% if San Francisco wins the toss, Green Bay gets the ball. And then in the other outcome where Green Bay wins the toss, we think it's more than 50% that they get the ball. I think that means then that bets like Green Bay to score first. Green Bay, first first quarter team total. These are bets that might make more sense, whereas you go into a game and it's like 50-50, who's going to get the ball first? Doesn't it feel like it's more than 50-50 that the Packers are going to start with the ball first in this game? Just another way to think about betting the game tomorrow. All right, here's, and I'm going to let you be the expert because most of my bets don't hit, but I am almost certainly going to sprinkle just a little bit of money on the Texans on the money line to win that game. Because I, 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 I want a little bit of a goofy bet. And whatever, I, I, I have my reasons. How, and you certainly don't have to agree because you're much better at this than I am. How do you This look is all at, opinion stuff, man. In the right, it is. And it's yeah. fun. Like, I want to bet every game, like I said. like It's it's less is, fun for, like, me, someone who has to do, like, content and, like, sound really I know it is. stuff. It's not going like, to make a bunch of crap up, but, like, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to be authentic with people, with the audience. Yeah, give me, yeah. And, again, like, I think the, the Packers total early in the game, Packers to score first, score first touchdown, those are great bets. Like, first quarter plus two and a half. Like, again, like, if you know they're getting the ball first. Right, and, I love it. Like, not definitely, but, like, more than 50%, then, like, I think that's probably a pretty good bet. I mean, I'm probably going to make that bet. Anything, anything. I, I would just any part of the game, total, the line, anything else sort of in the, in the margins on this Texans-Ravens game that you like or you're looking at or you think has an edge. So let's start. This is the only game this weekend that could be impacted by weather. Um, it wins, it looks like, are not going to be too bad, maybe like 17 to 20 miles per hour. Once we get into like the 25-mile-per-hour ranges when things get really problematic, and for people that hear me say that, I think I've said this on the show a couple times, like this is all publicly available information. Like I'm not a meteorologist. You can Google the stuff to find it. And that's why the total drop, I think it's probably, Bill, like partially, because this total opened 46.5, and, and it's come down to 43.5. That's a big move. I think it's probably part organic interest that people had in the under in the game, coupled with potential concerns with the weather, because wind will destroy a passing game if like the wind's gonna be gonna be gonna be roaring, right? So I think that's why we see the total be what it is. So I wanted to get that out there with the weather that that could impact the game tomorrow. So Bill, you want that you like the Texans to win the game or want to bet the Texans to win the game. Like there's certainly a case to be made. The case is CJ Stroud's unbelievable, which he is like the Houston and by the way there's a case to be made that this will be the biggest point spread that C.J. Stroud plays in for the rest of his career as an underdog. That he'll never be a nine and a half point underdog in a game ever again after this one against Baltimore. And I think a lot of people, Bill, will look back to 2019. Lamar Jackson's first MVP season, likely to win a second coming up here at NFL Honors in February. Ravens are the one seed, and they have that ridiculous game against Tennessee where they have 900 yards of total offense, but go one for 85 on fourth down. And Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, Mike Vrabel and the Titans beat them. So I think that's like still fresh in people's minds that is Baltimore going to choke this game away? Are things going to get tight? I'll tell you how I think it's going to play out. I think Baltimore is very likely to take a lead in the game. I think the one criticism, Bill, that we could levy 
at Texans, like hotshot offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick, he might be a head coach coming up in a little bit here too, is that he leans on the run too much where he should just let C.J. Stroud wing it. We saw that in Week 18 against Indianapolis. Stroud, I think, only attempted like 21 passes in the game. And I don't think Houston's going to be able to run on this Baltimore front. So if Baltimore's going to be able to get out to a lead, then then what happens in the game? I think Baltimore then will try and run the clock out because it's what they always try and do. Probably not going to have success. And then at that point, if Houston's down by 10, it's going to be training wheels off. Stroud throws on every play. And I think you kind of like have to feel really good about that, like about what Houston can do there. So I guess like make me pick the game. I think I'd probably take the points with Houston. I think I'd probably take the over. I think it presents as a really good live betting game, Bill, where if Baltimore's up like 14-3 at halftime, something like that, I think it's like Texans and the over in the second half. I think both sound really good. But the way that I want to play the two games on Saturday, Bill, and I'll pay more to do it. Um, like in lieu of betting Niners, Ravens, Moneyline, Parlay, I'll two-team seven-point tees, both of them, to minus two and a half. Because, like, if you, and I'll be really quick about this, if you feel that the lines are really sharp, which I do this weekend, and if you're out there listening and you agree, then teasing away from them is like a really good idea. So Ravens to minus two and a half, Niners to minus two and a half, and again, like I'm willing to pay a lot to make that happen. He is the marvelously talented Nick Costos, Odyssey's Gambling Insider. Dude, by the way, let me just say this, because I got a lot to go, but like, you don't have to come on this show. You do it as a favor. No, you, I do it. No, because I, I, no, I, I think it's I, I love doing content with you. You are a good man. You're a good dude, brother. I appreciate the time this year. And thanks for putting up with Pretty Daddy, too. I, I know that's part of the, the thing. You know? I saw I, I saw Pretty Daddy in person again yesterday. Pretty Daddy's a good good dude. I like Pretty Daddy. He's great dude. He's wearing like a flannel sort of farmer shirt today. It looks good. It looks good. What was his style when you saw him? Uh, well, I well I have less about his style. I have a question for Pretty Daddy. Pretty and daddy, I don't know the answer to this, so I promise this is not like the setup to a joke or something. I don't know the answer. Is Pretty Daddy bald? Pretty Daddy no. is balding. No, you're okay. Not. Yes, I. Yes, I am losing the hair up top. Because what I was gonna say, because Pretty Daddy's got like the like the really short like buzz look, and I yeah. was thinking, you know, Pretty Daddy's like like not an ugly guy. Pretty Daddy's like a handsome dude. He's got like a nice beard. I. Yeah. My, my sense is pretty, Daddy. My thought is, and I don't know how bad your balding is, and I'm sorry that that's the case. Not all of us, like me, can be 40 with a luxurious mane. Is that I think you should grow your hair out a little bit longer to match that beard, and I think you'll really be cooking with gas. Oh, uh, I, I will, like it. I will take your advice on that. I don't know that it's going to work well for me, but hey, why not? Yes. Extreme I, Pretty I, Daddy makeover. Or or Pretty Daddy, the beard's got to be longer. That I can easily do. That, yeah. That's want, an easy fix. I think you should take... Mr. Costos' advice and, and just grow all of it out. Like, go a little Sasquatch, a little Paul Bunyan for a little while. I'd have to, like, I'd have to, like, see, like, the degree to which he's balding before I was able, like, to really analyze this. Turn around but real I... quick. Let me see it. You're barely, dude, that, you're not even bald. That's, like, a little tiny spot. No way, man. Like, up top, up top is getting, like, I just got, like, it's getting bad. How do you know? You can't even see it. Yeah, oh, I, 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 I would see. say when I go daddy, for a haircut. I would say... Option one, you grow the hair. I think that's what you should do. And if you can't, then I think like you almost like buzz it all off and, and grow your beard longer. But I think I, we can work with this. I'm I'm over the used to be a marine look. I think it's time for something new. Yeah, I I, I have to be honest. Like I I I don't I don't I think you can do better. I do. You're right. You know what? I've never noticed he's a good looking guy because of his haircut. But he is a good-looking guy. But he he's is a good-looking good, good guy. He's just like, I think he's being held back a little yeah. bit by the hair-beard combination in its current state. The good news is, is that you can fix that. 
You know the don't put a, like lipstick on a pig. I mean, you know what? Like this is the, whatever the inverse of that is, Tom. There you go. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, both of you. We're yeah, good there people. It is. Freddie Daddy spit the uh, catchphrase. I appreciate you. <laughs> Love it. Uh, by the way, Nick, my wife is listening. She wrote, "Oh my God, Nick, uh, you are you are appointment listening for for Lori and my daughter Madeline when they drive to school." When Lori drives him to school, and you weren't on last week or the week before, and my wife was pissed off at me for like two days about it. Well, FYI. flattery will get you everywhere. Mrs. Ryder, uh, Lori, and Madeline, I appreciate you guys very much. <laughs> Nick, thanks, buddy. You got it. Wishing everybody minimal sweats winning bets. The absolute very best of luck. Did not have my bingo card. Costos bringing up whether or not Tom has a bald spot. Uh, that was the host. If you bet, you bet on all these sports betting insider, Mr. Nick Costos. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Lori's listening. There's a, she, she just followed up with, does Nick like Tom? I think yes. Clearly no. No, that's Clearly his personality. No. Lori does. Lori likes it. Lori, Lori's, Lori's, Lori's a fan. Wow. Dude, by the way, you are a good-looking cat. And clearly, I got as I told you, I saw Nick in person yesterday. Clearly, his takeaway was pretty daddy's balding, man. Wow, like he's no, his, he's his, not ugly, but like his takeaway was wow, pretty daddy's good-looking. He's not, but he's he's hiding it. It's just like you hide your personality. You you know what? You are turtling way too much of everything. We're gonna get you out of the shell. You guys are come, good friends. Good friends. Come out of the shell. Uh, let's do buy or sell with the best looking executive producer in the business. After <laughs> next on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. He's Bill Ryder, and people can't stop listening. You may have disappointed someone who is very important to you and whose opinion you value immensely. And these feelings are ones that could be evoked by a very important figure in your life, like a parental figure or possibly someone you're deeply in love with. So and they could be one and the same. In other words, you may have pretty daddy issues. It's Ryder than you with Bill Ryder. You love it. Um, I do have pretty daddy issues. Wow, you're getting nominated for Bum of the Week left and right. Yeah, it's really uh, uncalled for. It, it, I, I am not a part of this movement. There's a movement. I recognize the movement. I'm not doing it. Costos is also lucky. He's my favorite guest on the show. Otherwise, he would nominate get nominated. You can no, nominate no, him. Take him in 50 minutes. Bumble the week coming up soon. I'm going to be authentic. He's my favorite. Uh, I have a buy or sell question for you, so let's get into it. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. Wow. All right, so as we've discussed many times, you get visibly annoyed, physically angry. 
demonstratively put out when I go late in the segment that precedes this one. Uh, this happened Once with twice. John Gonzalez two days ago. Hold on. It's possible. Just now, we went even longer with Nick Costos, but you were totally fine. It also turns out we were talking about you. Buy or sell your standards to the show shift based on whether it's all about Pretty Daddy. Sell. I just got finished telling you that Costos is my favorite guest. And that's not a slight against anyone else, but he is my favorite guest that comes on this show. All right. So, yes, the rules don't apply to him. Otherwise, he wouldn't be nominated by me for Bum of the Week, but I'm not going to do that. Because, I mean, I mean, your, your one takeaway from seeing me in person yesterday was, uh, are you bald? Buy or sell to party foul to ask you that question on live radio. Sell. Right. By the way, I don't think, I think, easy for me to say, I also have a full, luxurious head yeah, of hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot. What did David Marinick say to me when we talked about this up a month ago? I have a nice, I have nice, like, lettuce? I've never heard that expression. Lettuce, yeah. Lettuce. Yeah. Um, I don't think... You have the bowling. Show me again your bowling spot. I'm not honestly. I'm not even sure it's a bowling spot, bro. Oh, it definitely is. It, it's very minor. Then I mean, I understand like when it's you, you really, you. you I got. I know guys who have bowling spots. That's Plus not two a on real the, on the sides here. Yeah, it's getting like really deep. Where like uh, you know, like uh, I got a, I got a big forehead now. God, you just look like a marine in a good way. Like, I kind of think you're. Be, I get it. You're being a little. Is this why you won't talk to people? Uh, no, no, it's just because yeah. I don't want to make friends. I'm gonna get you a Negroni and everything's gonna change. All right, by the way, Negroni, um, Negroni science definitely doesn't say, uh, can help with hair growth. I don't think that's true, so I'm yeah. not gonna have one. That's why they call it the follicle. Bill, I'm gonna get to the end. Sell. Sell. I'm gonna get to the NFL here, or at least right. I'm gonna try. Yeah. The Chicago Bears opted to bring back. Head coach Matt Eberlews, see what I did there, for next season, but fired multiple head coach or fired multiple assistant coaches, including OC Lugetzi. Now, reportedly, Chicago is interested and they will be interviewing Cliff Kingsbury for their OC vacancy. Kingsbury worked under Lincoln Riley at USC this past season after he was fired by the Cardinals in 2022. Buy or sell the Bears should be interested in Cliff Kingsbury. Sell, you know sell. it's a sell. What are they doing? A retread? Glitzy, flashy pants? No Maybe ta- he'll get the no head talent. coach job when Eberlews gets fired. It occurred to me. USC was disappointing this year. Yeah, Caleb Williams had his worst uh, collegiate right. career. Don't look at me. I'm, I'm not the one interested in him. I just just go to the, I know you did it on purpose. Just go to the next question. Yes, I did. <laughs> Bill, on the Pivot Podcast, former Cowboys wide receiver Des Bryant explained how he felt that head coach Jason Garrett and quarterback Tony Romo did not have his back. So I asked you, Bill, buy or sell the combination of Jason Garrett, Tony Romo, Des Bryant never reaching an NFC championship game was more disappointing than McCarthy, Dak, and CeeDee Lamb not yet. Reaching an NFC oh, championship that's game. That's a great question. All right, um, I got one. I'll answer, then I want your answer. Um, Wow. I'm going to buy. 
Goodbye. Here's why it's more disappointing. Des Bryant is the best football player slash mind in that list by far. No disrespect to CeeDee Lamb. And the window that they had with those guys and their failure to go through it, I think compounds and creates the culture and the angst and the like, now we're fighting history that in part weighs down McCarthy, Dak, and, and Lamb in this in this era for the Cowboys. I'm a little conflicted. I think McCarthy's a better coach than Jason Garrett. I think Dak's a better quarterback than Tony Romo. But right now, because CeeDee Lamb is so young, it's it's no contest that Des Bryant is the better wide receiver. Now, with the way the game's played right now, CD will probably finish with better stats. But I'm conflicted on this one because I think two out of three, the current regime in Dallas is better than the old one. So you're going to buy or sell that the old buy. regime is more uh, Buy or sell, Tony Romo is a better broadcaster than Jason Garrett. Talk about putting me in a tough spot there. Wow. Um, <laughs> Tony Romo is a better... Bye. Oh, you are so full. No, 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 no. You don't even work for CBS. You work for Odyssey. That tells you what I think of Jason Garrett as a broadcaster. Okay. He 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 did uh, Dolphins Chiefs with Mike Tirico in that negative twenty-seven degree weather, and everybody was calling for Chris Collinsworth. Jason Garrett was rough. Tony Romo was also rough. Neither one of them are good broadcasters. I gave you my full opinion there. Jason Garrett is buy. worse than Tony Romo. I will buy your candor. Bye. Now, speaking of candor, Bill, former Washington head coach Jay Gruden and former quarterback Robert Griffin III got into it on social media, and things got ugly yesterday on Twitter after RG3 called out Jay Gruden. There was a moment in D.C. that is vividly remembered. Jay Gruden went to a press conference and he undressed me at that press conference in a way that a coach should never undress his starting quarterback. It was after a game and I said in the press conference that the best players in the NFL have the guys around them play at an extremely high level. No one is out there doing it on their own. Now the the media pundits and everyone took that and said RG3 threw his teammates under the bus. And I had to eat that for a long time because Jay didn't back me in the media the next day. He doubled down on it uh, and, and actually picked me apart in the media. But what people don't know is that the only reason I went to that press conference and said what I said to challenge my teammates through that press conference was because Jay Gruden asked me to do that. What hurt me about that was the fact that after I did that in the press conference, not only did Jay Gruden not have my back, but he actually burned me with it. Now, Bill, after RG3 put that video out on Twitter, Gruden responded with a since-deleted tweet that read, quote, you weren't good enough. Kirk was better, obviously referring to Kirk Cousins. Cleveland didn't want you. Baltimore didn't either. Quit blaming me, end quote. Bill, buy or sell you care about this RG3, Jay Gruden beef? I do. I'll buy. Buy. I'll buy. I, man. So, RG3, and here's why. RG3 is such a lost potential great. Should still be in the NFL. He's not yeah. old. No. Injury or whatever, you know, whatever it is. Whatever it is. And I like it when the stuff behind the scenes comes out because when you see here and blaming the media, what he's not saying is that people wrote about the conflict and, and both these guys are like, you're just the media creating narrative. No, oh, that's true. There was a problem. And, and RG3 is calling Jay Gruden a liar. 
right? You're a liar. In fact, you told me to do this. I, I find it, I don't know who's right, wrong. People get better, people get angry. I get it. I do find it extremely interesting. All right, Bill. After a four-win season back in New England as their offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien is headed back to the college game, but this time it will be with Ohio State working under head coach Ryan Day as their new OC. O'Brien has coached plenty, as you know, in college, including head coach of Penn State, and he worked under Nick Saban at Alabama as well. Bill Byersell, Bill O'Brien is more suited for college football than the NFL. That's a really good question because I'm not sure. What he did at Penn State is one of the most underappreciated success stories in modern football. I know that sounds crazy, but I covered that Sandusky thing. I went there. I was the total disarray for that program. He, he won. I mean, he won games in Houston as a head coach in the NFL. He, nine and seven, I think, fifty-eight years in a row um, during sixteen wins. Uh, just nine and seven, nine and seven. 9-7, but he did have Deshaun, peak Deshaun Watson. Was not well-liked in Houston, though, by his no. players. But neither is anybody that comes off that coaching tree. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'll buy. I'll buy, buy. college. In part because it's easier to be a coordinator at the collegiate level than the NFL level. It just is. Like, the, the level of competition of other coordinators isn't as high because if they're that good, they usually go to the NFL. And what he did at Penn State is such a success story, and it obviously falls under the umbrella as college coach. All-encompassing term. Hoopier than now. Some NBA, now. Some NBA here. As the Minnesota Timberwolves continue to sit atop the Western Conference, Anthony Edwards is putting together a career year. 26 points per game to go along with five rebounds and five assists as well. Oh, my God. I know where you're going with this. And, oh, by the way, he's just 22 years old. Oh, you're not going there with this. Bill, in Minnesota's win over Memphis last night in the third quarter, Edwards made multiple crossover Here moves on his defender before throwing it off the glass, getting his own rebound in midair. And dunking it. Something that I've only seen Kobe and T-Mac Dude, do. Dude, it was amazing. So let me ask you the question that you didn't think was coming. Buy or sell Anthony Edwards will ever win an MVP award? Ooh, that's a good question. He's good enough. So, here's why. I'm going to give you a reason. So. I want to be wrong. Yeah, clip it, Timberwolves fans. You can get in line behind the Knicks fans. I think he's... This era is going to be dominated by Jokic and Embiid winning. But the problem is, like, Luka isn't, hasn't won one yet, hasn't gotten enough. Giannis is still there. Then you're going to have Shea. And then, so, like, those guys are going to be competing for them. And I think that Luka, whenever Embiid and Jokic drop off, if they do, is going to get some sympathy MVPs. And then the minute there might be an opening in three or four or five years, Victor Weminyama is going to win five out of seven, maybe, if he, if he, if he continues to develop the way we think he will. So it's just, it's poor, it's poor timing. Buy or sell that you could, off the top of your head, tell me the best player right now in the NBA who's never won an MVP. I don't know if I can do it. I'm an NBA insider. I mean, you know what I could? It's Luka Doncic. Uh, that's what I was just going to say, but it, I, there was definitely hesitation there. Yeah, like other, like, uh, and, and guys like Westbrook and Harden won, won one and probably, you know what, Anthony Davis, is, I mean, he's not the I can't put Anthony Davis in that yeah, category. Yeah, I, I walk it back. You know what, I'm going I'm to... Like, young guys, I'm not sure that entirely counts. I don't know, Tatum? That's a good one, yeah. 28-1 to 1 right now. And, like, Tatum's the best player, top 10 player, and the best player on the best team in the NBA. He never gets any, any love. You ready for this next one, Bill? Buckle up. Jalen Brunson continues to have a career yeah. year scoring-wise. Brunson dropped 41 points in the Knicks win over the Wizards last night. 
and he's now averaging over 26 points per game. New York sits as the five seed currently in the Eastern Conference. Buy or sell Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle leading the New York Knicks to an Eastern Conference Finals appearance this season. I like the move that Leon Rose, who runs basketball operations, made a few weeks ago. Why, 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 why? Julius Randle. Um, sell. Sell. I actually, they can, by the way, but I think the Pacers have passed them as the more likely wildcard team. There's three teams. I'll do it in order. The Celtics. What's the order I want to do it in? The Bucks, the Sixers are the elite. It's time for No Context Ooh, Buy or Sell. Buy or Sell nine seasons in college football is ridiculous. Buy. I know this. It's got buy. a tight end. Tight end that was in the same recruiting class at Oregon as Justin Herbert, who just finished his fourth year in the NFL. Yeah. Yes. Obviously, things didn't go the way that he wanted, though. All right, we've got a great bum of the week, and I've got a lot of candidates. None of them are D-Cell, but all of you have banded together to multi-nominate D-Cell for bum of the week. So, can D-Cell be a back-to-back bum of the week winner? We will find out after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show, Bill Ryder, with you stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yep. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Hallelujah. I'm a bum. Who's the bum uh, this week? Let's find out on Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. I was trying to give you a pass, but I can't ignore the listeners. That guy. I know I already nominated Tom for Bum of the Week, but you can also nominate him because he is turtling everything. Okay, okay, okay. Like it, like it. Scrolling down. Scrolling down, James Kassan, bum of the week candidates, pretty daddy CBS, that, that, that's you, Tom, for not understanding and disregarding the underwear in the office move, especially in the summer. Oh, man, he's nominating the girl I played? Cutthroat, man. The girl you played in tennis and lost 6 0 self-explanatory, at least put up a fight. 
His third one, I, his third one, I really agree with. Oh, I don't even have that. Oh, I have to push. What is it? Wild card weekend because we only had one game that finished as a one possession game. One game, and that was uh, Rams Lions. I found them pretty good though. They were entertaining, but they weren't competitive. Oh, you know what? I already nominated you yesterday for your honey take. Yeah, you did. Even though it seems bogus. Oh, I am nominating full context by herself. Come on! Yeah. Now you've gone too far. Full (laughs) over the line. Full context by herself. I used to put my heart and soul into it, and this morning it just didn't feel the same, and you ruined it for me. You ruined it. Ducky Hines. Let's go. The Lakers, as a whole organization, are still my bum of the week. All right, let me write that down. Oh, wait, I mean, there's they, more here. They did beat the Mavericks this they week. They did. Pretty Daddy CBS might be in the running for his horrible breakfast take. <sighs> Along with not wanting to go to the soccer bar. Tell Tom it's in New Jersey, but keep Manhattan anyway for show material. Eggs are terrible. Idea. French toast stinks. Pancakes are overrated. So, so look at this here, okay? Let me just give you a little insight, okay? You have been nominated for not liking honey, for your bad underwear take, for your breakfast take. And for your refusal to go to the soccer bar. I don't even have... So I write down Bum of the Week candidates. One of the only things I write down on the show. And it's, it never goes all the way across the page. It's just like the guy's name or the gal's name and maybe a little... You're nominated for like five different things. This is a witch hunt. This is a witch hunt. Do you want to nominate anyone else before yeah, we get there? Yeah, there's plenty of actual hit, nominees hit that deserve to be here. Hit Jerry me. Jones for bringing back head coach Mike McCarthy for next season. Mike Tomlin one. for stopping and being all upset when he was asked no, about... No, he apologized. Uh, he still... He, he, there was something to apologize for. DeAndre Ayton not making it to the oh, Blazers wait, game he, because of ice. Look, and this includes a friend of mine. Have you seen these Blazers reporters? Like, how dare people criticize DeAndre? There was ice here. Get, you sycophantic. Come on. And reporter like who, who will go un, unnamed asking Todd Bowles about the weather in Detroit when the game is going to be played in the Dome. I feel a little bad about that one, but it has to be done. Okay. Okay. Uh, Oh, the Eagles. Yeah, for just totally quitting on their season. Even you nominated yourself. I'm looking at your email. No, no, I I You nominated yourself. I did not nominate myself. I thought if I didn't put myself down, you would then nominate me again. You know what? You know what? Hold on. For not liking breakfast, for your underwear. No, I'm just messing with you. (laughs) I just messing with you. You got real lucky. I mean, this is so self-explanatory. For running an organization into the ground, for turning the greatest dynasty ever into an NFL team that was the greatest dynasty ever into just the greatest NFL joke of all time, for retaining Mike McCarthy, for not recognizing Dak Prescott for what he is, for breaking the hearts of every single Cowboys fan on the face of the earth, and for turning America's team into America's joke. Jerry Jones, you're the bum of the week, bro. That's your bum of the week. I need on lighter than you. I don't think I've ever okie-dokie'd you like that before. I really kind of enjoyed it. I did not deserve to go back to back. You thought you were. You were. You were actually truly. Yeah, because legitimately everybody's coming outraged. at me. Everybody's coming at me, including Costos, calling me bald. He did. Yeah. Oh, you could have nominated Costos. I don't want to do that because I'm being true to myself here. He's my favorite guest that comes on this show. You could have nominated Nicholas Costos. I didn't want to do that. All right. I'm a good friend. You even, are. Even though he doesn't consider me a friend. So he was just in the office and you guys were talking. Yeah. He did. So you he got up and you. talked to everyone but me, but we, we spoke. Did you get up and go say hi to him or did he have to come to you? Uh, we kind of like, we kind of like made eye contact, like not on did purpose. Did you stand up and go to him? No, it was like right after the show yesterday. Like I walked out in the hallway and he was just right there. Okay. Okay. 
Because you have a tendency to sit in your seat. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like not that, go talk to There's people. a chance if he wasn't coming on the show today that I wouldn't have gone over to him and said hi. Like, if it was Monday and he wasn't coming on until Friday, there's a good chance I wouldn't have said anything. Then, then, then that's not a friend. That's not someone you consider a friend. Well, that's how I treat my friends. Hi, friends. You have a lot of – the funny thing is you have a lot of friends. Uh, I don't know about that. All your high school friends. Yeah, like or, uh, we're probably like acquaintances at this point. Okay, because you don't return their phone calls or talk to them. Yeah, I, gotta, I don't have time for all, all of them. Uh, I'm going to bet Texans Chiefs money line. I don't think that's Ten wise. to one. So in return, you're one. probably going to win. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna sprinkle a little bit. I'm not gonna do a lot, but I'm gonna do it just for fun. But I think it's. I, I think the Chiefs are gonna win the game. I could be wrong. It's coin flip. I think the Chiefs win that coin flip. And I look just like the Packers were playing really well, and that momentum matters. So are the Texans. The Texans have a ridiculous quarterback and, and a defensive-minded head coach. I also, I knew that the, the Cowboys couldn't win that game. I don't know on the Ravens. I'm not sure, but I do think there's a possibility that the Ravens are are just not. Postseason material. Money line plus 954. Chiefs, Texans, money line. A little sprinkle. Tom, you're not at the bum of the week. Congratulations. Free and clear. That's the bar we've set now. Hey, who am I to talk to, Jalen Brunson? All right, have a good weekend. We'll see you back Monday on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.